0: Julie Hyde and I believe you can't be a leader of others until you are a leader of self. It all starts with leading you. So if you are ready to be the best leader that you can be, you're in the right place. I'll be chatting to a diverse range of leaders who will spill the beans on their leadership, how they changed the game, insights into their mindset and how they built the courage and resilience to be a modern leader with impact. Let's get into it. With me today is Brianna Ansaldo, and she is the head honcho and founder of Bambi Media. She's an award-winning songwriter, audio producer, musician, and she can sing a beautiful tune as well. Brianna's focus is always on creating meaningful stories and works closely with every client, all 60 of them globally, to ensure their messaging is on point point. Branding is clear and their digital content is engaging. And Bambi Media produces this potty that you are listening to right now. So welcome,
1: Brianna. Thank you very much, Julie. Hello. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on the other end, being interviewed by you.
0: Absolutely. And we were saying before, I've never been so nervous before. My life, but I'm so looking forward to jumping into our chat today because obviously, you've created an amazing business, but I'm really looking forward to diving into the fact that you have taken your business to a new level this year. So, I want to chat about that because I think it's going to be so beneficial for leaders, particularly of small business, but I think leaders universally in terms of what you've done. But first of all, I would love to ask you this question, which is, if you were the leader of the world for a day, what would be the one thing that you would change?
1: The one thing that I would change immediately, if it's just one day, is I would give everyone the day off. I love that. Now, why would you do that? Because there isn't enough of that. Life generally is busy, busy all the time. People are always talking about how busy they are, how overwhelmed they are, how in it they are all the time. And the conversations that I have with people in my general life and in business life, when I ask them, how are they doing or what are they doing? It's always like business or work related. And as much as that's good, as much as that's a part of your identity, as much as that's the thing that's making you money and all the things, you're so much more than that. And you need to reflect on that more. So that as a leader would be my first thing is take the day off and just be with yourself. Take it off, reflect
0: on who you are, explore who you are, do something that you love, something fun.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then my other two things I would say on that is more broadly, I feel like the four day work week is where we should be. And if we can't be there, then I think we should be in the six hour work day zone. So I know this is more business related than like the leader of the free world type thing, but they would be the things that I think are important. Yeah,
0: I love that. And there's so many really good studies around the four-day work week that the productivity is just sky high with people doing less hours. So, And, of course, that then enables you to have more time for you.
1: Exactly right. I love it. I think I'd vote for you. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like everyone would be on board. I don't know what kind of chaos would ensue, but, you know, (laughs) someone else could deal with that.
0: That's right. It's only a day. I'm sure nothing too bad will happen. So now I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about Bambi Media just to start with, because you have just created this, you're just such a trailblazer. You've just created this amazing business and you have a team that is remote. All of them are are remotely located from you. So can you tell us a little bit about Bambi?
1: Sure. Okay. So Bambi Media is a podcast and video production agency. We're based in Brisbane, Australia. Uh, We have been running now, or I have been running this now for almost eight years. And we have a team of eight staff that all work remotely. Yes, most of them are still based in Southeast Queensland or Queensland, but they all work from their own locations except for my husband, Alex, who works in the business with me. He quit his job as a doctor a few years ago, about three years ago, to join us uh, at BAMU Media. And that's where it really was able to take off when he came on board because it wasn't me trying to juggle Babies and work and housework and X, and Y, Z, because he was never home. He was then home, and it became a lot more of a situation where I could really grow it and take off with it, which is exactly what I did. So now we have about 65 ish clients globally that we release podcasts for every week. We also have a slate of shows that are less regular that we do more um, irregular work for. Uh, And so that's the podcast and video production side of things. And then I have the Bambi Network, which not a lot of people know about yet, which has just been going for a few months now, which is the advertising and sponsorships arm of Bambi Media. So we have a slate of shows within that network that we provide or help brands come together with and create sponsorship opportunities for those network shows. And then we have the retreat side of things, which is just kicking off as well, uh, which is super fun and an avenue that I can't wait to get into this year as far as a different kind of bit of fun stuff for me to do as well within Bambi Media. Yeah,
0: fantastic. And I didn't realise like, so there's 65 shows are releasing episodes weekly, That is just phenomenal. That's a lot of work. And I understand people who don't have a podcast probably don't appreciate the amount of work that it actually takes to produce a potty every week. I mean, I just record and then basically just send it all over to you guys. And then you produce this amazing episode that sounds really, really crystal clear in your ears and all of the amazing graphics as well and the show notes and everything else that goes with it. So yeah, it's quite the production. One thing I did see just recently was you telling your audience about what you have just implemented in your business, which was, let's call it a structure or process for how you're doing your work. So I'd love for you to tell people about that and what you've done there.
1: So before I had this business, Bambi Media, I actually worked in training and development at a large travel company called WhatIf.com and that was sort of a little part-time job that I had when I was being a musician basically full-time. Through that job as training and development, I had a mass amount of staff that I was looking after that I did all the training manuals for, I got all the processes sorted. I trained them in different areas of like the customer service center and had all these videos and all these things. So I already knew how valuable that was from a large organization standpoint. And it was a part of Bammy Media that I was very excited to get to where I needed that kind of thing because I'm very well versed in in how to do that effectively it's been going now for a a few years I have a hub it's like a back-end hub of Bambi Media where like an intranet where the staff all go and they, I have everything structured out there. I have tutorials for basically everything, all the links to where everything goes. Anytime there's an update, it goes in the hub. There's onboarding processes. Everything has a video and checklists and items that they need to follow. And it's really the only way that I see you can run a completely distributed workforce effectively and not be hounded constantly with questions from your staff because That gets out of control pretty quickly and now I get almost zero questions (laughs) because they can just go straight to the hub and when something new comes up, I'll record a video on it and I'll tell them about it or if I come across something. And it really works very effectively in keeping everyone across what everyone is doing and what their particular roles are and how to do them in the best possible way as well. And also because every client is very different there's a different show. There's different branding. There's different ways that clients want to have their show notes written. There's different ways I'd like to have it edited. There's just a different structure for everything. So with that kind of spread, you need to make sure that everything's documented very well. 100%. I totally
0: agree. If there's something I've learned from my cancer diagnosis, it's that life is short and we all have a choice about how we live and lead. When life throws you lemons, you crack open the GNT. My inspiring keynote, designed for leaders and those who know that we are all leaders, The Day My Life Changed Forever How to Be the Leader of Your Own Life, has been described as life changing, both personally and professionally. And I am now delivering this presentation to corporations, associations, and teams across Australia. If this is something that interests you, you can find out more via my website, juliehyde.com.au. How did you find the time to get that done?
1: Well, I did not do a four-day work week. I tell you what, for a little while it was something that I just added to when I could and i just put things in there but earlier this year it really needed to ramp up uh, and it was after i came back from christmas break i had to go very hard in st- in setting it all up and i recorded hundreds of hours of videos mostly in my off time when i was not you know doing other business things so It was, the couple of weeks there were very stressful. I wouldn't recommend doing it all at once like that, but it just was the way the cookie crumbled because I happened to be training everyone in a completely new production system at the time. I fell in a massive heap, massive at the end of that. I really didn't recognize the toll that that took. Like, cause you know, at the time you're full of the adrenaline and my God, this is great. I'm getting it all done and look, everything's there and uh, you know, answering all the questions and doing all the things and it felt fine. And that's the way it works, isn't it? You're completely fine until you've come off of that and your body goes, Oh, you're done. Are you, you can relax now. I'm going to hit you with fatigue like you've never seen, you know? So that's where I was for a while, but it got done
0: there's a lesson out of that for people, yeah, to perhaps plan to do that gradually. But I totally understand that you're wanting to get that done because, like you say, the time is right. You had a new um, hire.
1: and two new hires.
0: Oh, two new hires and a new system that you were inducting people into. So it was a really, really good time. So you've done all that. You've rest and recuperated. What has that enabled you to do? As a leader, sort of getting your team autonomous,
1: I have stepped away in a massive capacity. Now I can focus on the broader view of firstly individual clients. So instead of being in the throes of getting this edit done and checking this system and checking their show notes and checking on blah, 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 I can go more broadly listen to. show and go how is that client going overall so I can do a lot more of that which isn't part of our like service unless you're kind of a a VIP generally but it doesn't stop me from doing a little bit of it so that I can kind of just check in with where everyone is sitting because I feel like that's such a, a big part of having a a thriving business is being able to provide quality customer service and feel like you really enjoy the clients that you're working with. So that's one thing that it's allowed me to do. It's also allowed me to really ramp up the network side of things, which is something that's been just slowly burning, and then the retreat side of things. And then it's also allowed me to pull focus away from, okay, this is my bubble of my business and everything that I've been doing within this for seven, eight years, go, oh, hang on, I'm also a person outside of this, like I was talking about at the beginning, what did I love to do that I'm not doing? Take that back to my childhood and go, where are the joy moments that I feel like are missing? I'm all about joy and fun. I feel like we're here for such a short time that to be in yourself too much in a negative way, what's the point? So it allowed me to step back and go, well, music is my absolute first love and I have had zero time or inclination to do it I haven't felt like it it's not been something I've been wanting to do but stepping away from the business I've now been able to go oh man I love music I love singing I love composing and now I'm starting to get back in and do that stuff which is so great
0: so great and I love that you are exploring that question like who am I away from the business proactively Because so many people do it reactively when they've gotten, you know, really sick or they've been diagnosed with something and often it can be sometimes too late. Whereas when you're doing that proactively and just staying connected with who you are and what you love to do, do you feel (laughs) that um, makes you a better leader?
1: I think it does. I think it makes me a better leader because... I feel like a fairly decent role model for the team that I have because they look at me and they look at the way I live my life and then they do the same. Like they really do. And I feel like it makes me a better leader because I also see them as human beings outside of what they do here at Bambi Media. So creativity is such a massive part of our business being creative and being able to be creative means you have to have space and you have to be relaxed and you have to have joy or sadness or whatever it is that that gets you into that space of creativity and so the staff see me or the team see me posting about some stupid thing that I'm doing in a you know really fun idiotic way and it excites them as well. I feel like silliness is really important. And I feel like that little joy and that childish like behavior that you have as a little person, why do you lose that? Exactly. So yeah, I feel like it's helped me lead in that way that they are a bunch of silly idiots as well. And it's just, it's so great. They're just awesome. We have such a good time.
0: They are a really, really great crew and I I can't wait to meet them all. And I love that. It's like, you know, why do we lose that silliness that we have as kids where we're just, so excited to do something and, you know, we might be on a sugar ratty or a salt ratty or whatever that might be. (laughs) It's just like you're just like, oh, my God, I'm just so excited to do something. And like you say, time, because as kids, you just have so much time. But time is the greatest facilitator of all of this. So it's enabling yourself that time to be who you're meant to be.
1: Yeah, I really like to see it happen more and I like to have these conversations with people when I'm at dinner or when I'm, you know, you get a little bit deeper with someone and go, yeah, okay, like you've told me the base level of, of what's going on, but what's really going on? Like what have you got in the broader sense that makes you excited? Like what is happening for you that you feel like you have to look forward to? Yeah,
0: I love that. Now, one thing that I know I've experienced and so many people experience when they're wanting to put a structure like you have into place is that it can get really hard. And sometimes as you're going through the process and it's not quite embedded yet, it's just maybe not working. And you can just think, oh my God, this is all too hard. I'm just going to go back to what I, I knew. And it's so easy, you know, when we're challenged to revert to what we know. So how did you, how did you stick with it? How did you like channel that discipline just to move forward with it? If you did experience challenge?
1: Yeah, I definitely experienced challenge in staffing issues. So as in, you know, when you're going through a growth phase and you're just like, oh my God, like we really need more people, you know, and then you think you hire someone great that's going to work really well within the business, but they don't understand your process or they don't like to follow processes in the way you want them to follow them so I think that was my biggest challenge feeling like it was a waste sometimes to go but everything's there just watch the tutorial just follow the instruction just do the checklist and this particular person who no longer works here would kind of be like oh yeah I didn't get around to watching that or I thought I'd just give it a go so that is the thing that's been the most challenging to go okay How do I recognize that when I'm hiring someone to go, they might not be a good fit, even though they're really smart, they're very talented, they're extremely proficient, they have a degree or whatever it is. Like that's hard. That has been the definite challenge for me to make sure that you hire the right person that will want to work within a structure and be okay with it.
0: And within your culture, so that's obviously formed part of your culture now, so it's really inducting those people into that and making sure it's like, yeah, that's sort of like the non-negotiable that you work this way. Yeah, that's Um, right. Because that's how it works.
1: Don't try and reinvent the wheel, you know. Tell me if there's feedback. Like tell me if things aren't working and I will adjust. But if there's a process, you need to follow it. Otherwise it creates more issues.
0: Yeah, totally. This is something I found
1: that many leaders
0: really, really struggled with when we, of course, went into lockdown with COVID a couple of years ago where they were just bombarded with questions because their processes weren't robust enough. And like you say, as you're growing and businesses can grow quite rapidly Often people think, I just don't have time to sit down and do the process. But of course, now that you've done that, the, the payoff is huge.
1: Yeah, that's right. And I think you have to suck it up for a little while too and and go, it's going to be hard. It's going to be a bit stressful for a few weeks. You know, there's all this talk about having work-life balance and keeping everything on just calm and, and relaxed and, you know, do just the just keep everything feeling like it's okay. It's not reasonable. Like at some points in your career and in your working life, you're going to have to push to get the result that you actually want to get. So that's something that I think um, people need to be a bit more resilient, especially in my age group. And younger, the resiliency is just not there. And a lot of the time, everything feels too hard and too much work. And that's what we're told on social media. Everyone's working too much. and But the resilience is really being affected as a result of that. So the push is sometimes necessary to get the result that you really want to get.
0: Yes, 100% agree. And I've always been a believer that you have one life and you make it work for you. Sometimes that means working more. Sometimes it means working less. But you just have to make it work for you. So... Brianna, this has been awesome. So I'd love to know, is there any final message that you would love to leave with our listeners today?
1: I think one of the things I would say is you're all doing a remarkable job. This is the thing. Women supporting women is a huge deal. I want to pat everyone on the back for basically going through what we have been through, not just females, but people in general over the past few years, it has been a hard flipping slog. And there has been many businesses that I've witnessed that have folded. There have been people that have given up, that, have, that did run small businesses that packed it in because it was all too hard and too much. And, and that's completely fine to do. And I just want to kind of recognize that whatever stage you're at, whatever part of your business journey you're in, you're doing the best possible thing that you can at that time. So that's kind of the only thing I would say is just keep going but also be willing to adapt to whatever your current environment is and be willing to learn from whoever you have around you as well.
0: Mm. I love it. Wise words. And thank you for everything that you do for me and for being an amazing business partner with me. I love me.
1: it. I love yeah. it. Yay.
0: <laughs> thank you so much, Brianna. You've been amazing.
1: That's okay. Thanks, Julie. Thanks so much for having me. You're doing a great job. And I love this podcast. <laughs> thank been- you.